that's not Chick-fil-A. I, I think that all fast food places should really use that narrative and use that concept to really make sure that the customers get what they need. Because, baby, I don't want to be like you, but I will. I, I, I had a situation in Walmart. I mean, I didn't have to throw nothing at nobody, but damn, it was almost to that point. Like, if you don't want the job, don't work there. But if you do, show some signs. Show that you really are interested, you know? Hell. <laughs> Hell. <laughs> Hell to the motherfucking yes, honey. I feel like at the end of the day, you need this job. In the words of Kimberly Elise from Set It Off, I need this money. Yeah, okay. bitch. Get that money. You need that money. And stay on it until you, and if you don't like your job, work that bitch and fake it till you make it until you find something that's gonna serve you better in life. Plain and simple. Speaking of being served better in life, I was talking to this guy, and you know, we were kicking it, we were vibing or whatever, and he mentioned that you know it was time for us to go on a date. And I think he wants to take me to someplace simple like fast food. And I don't know how I feel about that. I, I really don't. I mean, I like the guy, I'm vibing with him, but at the same time, it's just like a first date, you're supposed to try to impress somebody. And I'm not impressed by checkers or shit, Chick-fil-A for that matter. First of all, we are not gonna disrespect these wonderful fast food chains out here serving the girls. You better get your old nasty four for four, honey, let daddy pay for it, okay? But <laughs> four for four, girl. Uh -uh. At least I want the whole fucking meal, sis. What you're not gonna do is discount my love, and and then I are we going through the drive-through? I mean, cause I'm, ugh, girl, I, so many questions. Child, add a frosty on there. Hello, God, and get you some cookies and make it a meal. I'm lactose intolerant, so you probably ain't gonna be bottoming that night anyway, child. So you might as well. And most of my, my food gonna have cheese on it anyway. If we go to a fast food place, now you could take me to a last Chili's. I can do hell. You could do a two for twenty at Chili's. Damn. Yeah. You could even take me to an Applebee's. Like I, in my mind, I don't have to go to Fogo to Chow. You know, to have a good time. Whatever your version is of top shelf, then take me there. Like if you ain't balling like that, okay, a Chili's will do. Like I'm fine with that. A TGI Fridays will do. An Applebee's will do. But literal fast food? No, man. I mean, <laughs> let me stop acting, child. If a nigga took me to a fast restaurant, we would. I'll be like, oh, hold on, I need to let me get out of the. I need to use the bathroom real quick, and bitch, haul, and ordering me an Uber on the way, bitch, I'm gone. But I do understand, like, you can take it, fall on your budget, be real. But almost like you said previously, though. When you show me who you are, I need that consistency. So don't take me to some expensive place you know this payday really can't afford you, but you're just trying to impress me. Because I'm going to kind of expect that caliber of treatment all of the time. That's absolutely true. I feel like, again, that's why I said, what's your version of Top Chef? Yeah, you can save up $200 and take me to Fogo to Child because it's $89 a plate. Yeah, you can do that. Or you can shop within your means. If $50 is something that you could, you know, deem expendable, then yeah. Take me to a TGI, at TGI Fridays, at Applebee's, at Chili's. We only gonna spend, what, $30, $40? You still got, if you wanna get a dime sack on the way home, you can still do what you gotta do. 
I'm not asking you to go broke. A picnic, honestly, would do me justice. That's under $20. Well, girl, bitch, I don't know about you, because you like that expensive deli meat, so he gonna really have to go all out for you. But for me, as long as she not bologna, salami, like, I'm good with her. Like, give me some honey wheat bread, a nice bag of chips. You know, I can even get ghetto and put the fucking uh, Doritos within the sandwich. I'm good with that. So you're telling me if I don't know about the picnic either, though. Let's save that for when we're almost in like with each other. Because I think a picnic is almost too intimate. You can't do that for an initial date? Not a picnic. I'm not sitting. First of all, don't take me out. Me, personally, I have bad skin. I don't want to be in nobody's grass. Crickets and shit. Mosquitoes and shit. Unless you got the tiki lamps, girl. But you have a blanket. This ain't Little House on the Prairie, child. Uh-uh. Oh, oh no. Okay, well... No picnic. Um, so outside of fast food, what's an ideal first date for you? Child, you can invite me to the pier. You know, I'm in Florida. We have the coast, honey. Take me out to, you know, A1A, which is like the rich drive that I love to take sometimes where you see all the beautiful homes by the ocean. I would love a cute little night drive, evening drive. Let's watch the sunset, honey. Hallelujah, bitch. Let's get out here, have a little drink with you, have a little smoke with you. Hello, God. Let's walk across the beach with the, the sand in our feet. Hello, God. You know, that to me is cute. Like, we don't even got to be eat. I don't even really too much care for the traditional way of things all the time. Let's do some out of the box. Let's go ATVing. Let's have fun. I, let's go for a hike. That is so cute. I like that. I like that idea. Just don't take me to a bar. I, I not for a first date. Now, if we're already dating and we just want to have a drink and unwind, that's fine. But taking me to a bar is almost like taking me to a club. I don't want to have to scream to hear you. You know, I don't. I want intimacy. I want to get to know you on the first date. We're we're connecting. You know, yes, we've talked on the phone. Yes, we've done that whole spiel. But now I'm seeing you. I'm vibing your energy. Yeah, you say one thing, but is your body telling me something different? Is your energy telling me the same thing? So I think I would need to have you know, one-on-one -on -one times where I could really pay attention and kind of dive into that person, so to speak. So a movie theater or a bar just would not work for me, per se. I don't mind a movie because I do enjoy movies. And I think, yeah, we don't get a chance to have a conversation because you better not talk to me while the movie's going, especially if it's a good movie, honey. And hopefully you already know the kind of movie bitch that I am because I don't do no lame-ass, sappy-ass shit. I like action and adventure, honey. You can take me to go see John Wick 4 or 5 whenever that bitch comes out. You can go take me to go see a good old nasty uh, Marvel film because, you know, they're always bringing the girls out a couple times of the year. Like, at least know what I want to watch or at least ask me what I would like to watch. Mm. Um, what would be really cute, though, is if you already knew. Mm. Well, I love good old horror. So the craft coming out would be perfect. You said you're a good old whore? <laughs> In some states. But what I was saying is I love a good old horror film. Slashers to be exact. Like Saw is okay. The hostels are okay. But I want blood. I want slicing. I want dicing. I want running through the woods. I want falling. I want death. Do you feel as if, and that brings up something really cute too, and I think for like people like us, you know, gay men, I think it's easier to date us because we're not so squeamish to those things. I remember growing up and girls like, no, I want to go see a romantic comedy or something, but yeah. the boys would be like, nah, bitch, we finna go see Saw. We finna go see Wrong Turn. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel Ooh. like it's easier to, to date us. You know, I'm again, no disrespect to the women out there, but it's just like, I think because two men, we can enjoy the same thing. So I think in the long run, we would get along better, if that makes any sense. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. And I think for heterosexual men, it's easier for them to relate to women because that's where their interests lie. So they're interested in what, you know, she would like because they want to make her happy, you know? I, I love a good rom-com too, but if I want to have a good time, give me some slasher, you know? I'm not really big on the action. You know how I feel about Game of Thrones and the clean clang of the goddamn metal. I just, ugh, I know. But yeah, I will, a rom-com, no, because I feel like you're trying to get me in the, you, you want me to believe what I see so you can take me home so we can reenact. No, ma'am, that's not going to happen. Not on the first day. I have nothing wrong with that at all. But we can also go paintballing. There's a there's a escape room. That shit hurts. Paintballing hurts. It feels like colorful bullets. Even with the uh with the vest on and shit. I tried to go paintballing one time. No ma'am. Mm -mm. I was evil. I hated everybody I went with. I don't think I just like stuff like that. I'm very active. I, I don't, you know, again, I like a surprise, I like something different. And and you know what would be really cute too is if you just be ready. Dress how you want to dress and just be ready. I'm outside to pick you up right now. Surprise the fuck out of me. I like stuff like that. Only downside is I'm a late ass bitch. So I could be on my couch. Watching, <laughs> right? I could be on my couch watching House of Cards or something. You say, come outside. It's going to take me 30 minutes to get ready. Because I got to take a shower. I got to shave. I got to find my outfit. The first outfit is not going to work. The second outfit more than likely is not going to work. And then I got to use the... the um. What, what's her name from uh, Vogue and a winter method. And I got to take something off. You know, I, I got to make sure that I look good. And then I will be pissed off if I got dressed for like the grand dame, honey. And you taking me to the motherfucking safari. Like, I want to make sure I fit the occasion. You know, there is, first of all, that is too boost to the A, honey. Sometimes you have to be ready to drop of a dime, honey. Daddy is not trying to wait or he can come in and help you. And let me in correction. Anna Wintour was not the one to say the honey. That was Miss Chanel herself. Coco Chanel. Before you leave the house, at least take off one thing because less is more. Hashtag that. Hallelujah. But okay, I, I'm down for that. Um, But according to the energy, you know, we may not leave to go wherever you're trying to go because the energy here may be once I, baby, I just found out that the uh, shower curtain, I just bought it see-through. So, I, I, I that was not my intention. I was going for the uh, it has this kaleidoscopic, like iridescent undertone to it. And that's what I was drawn to. So that's what made me get it. But then once I put it up, I saw that it was completely see-through. So if homeboy coming in here to help me get dressed, I may never get dressed. Ooh, child. A little spice, something nice. These are the ingredients that make up the Powerpuff Girls. Yes to the God. No, that was sugar, spice, and everything nice. Yeah. Yeah, bitch. But I think, um, you know, even if you want to just drop by, you don't have to take me anywhere. If we're on that level and I'm okay with you popping up and you just like, hey, I'm outside, you know, I got food. You, let's watch a Marvel movie. That <laughs> in my kitty box fashion is perfect. I love shit like that. <laughs> now, how do you feel about, okay, let's, let's add something different to this. How do you feel about, would you date a man who doesn't have much? 
I would date a man that doesn't have much. I, I'm not moved by those things. Um, I grew up, you know, well off, but it didn't show. Like, I grew up real, like, how most rich people, I'm not rich. Let me say that. I am not rich, but I grew up like rich people. Like, I wasn't into brands. My mother was not into brands. I had shoes in every color because they came from, you know, JC Penney's and Wainers and stuff like that. I didn't have any name brand stuff, but I always looked nice. So as long as you put together what you have, use what you have and, you know, make it work for you. It'll work for me. I don't need you to have a whole lot of money because that's not why I'm with you in the first place. Bitch, I can take care of myself and I can do bad alone. You better, you better preach that honey yes to the God. And just be honest with it, because you got a lot of flogging-ass niggas out here in the world, flexing-ass motherfuckers. No, bitch. Be honest about it, because again, like, going back to what we said earlier, don't take me fine dining, and then the next week you talk about you ain't got no money, and you're trying to get a bitch to 4 for 4 at Wendy's. Let's just be yeah. real. So if you're honest and you're up front the first time around, like, you know, I work at, um, I bag groceries at, at um, the damn Publix child, or whatever. Girl, that's fine. At least you have a job. Amen. Cool with that. But don't try to ball out knowing that that's not something that you can continue. Amen to that. But I honestly believe in the talking stage before we even meet for the first time, that should be one of the questions you ask. Hallelujah. Like, I need to know what you do, even if you don't want to reveal, because I'm not so keen on revealing the actual company I work for. But I will tell you the industry that I work in, just so you can get a feel of my, my financial status. If you tell me, oh, even if you ain't bagging groceries, if you tell me you work at Publix, my mind is, in a, and I know you ain't the manager, bitch, my mind is automatically went to a certain caliber of dollar sign, and that's okay. I don't mind. I dated a bus driver. Boy, they get paid pretty nice. But I, you know, I, it really doesn't matter to me. As long as you're doing your best, now, if you're settling and you've been at Burger King for 12 years, then no, ma'am, we won't work. But if you have some ambition, because ambition is very important to me. Assertiveness is very important. I like a man who knows what he wants and goes and gets it. If you've been at Burger King for 12 years and you're not a manager, you are settling. And I will not. Or retarded as fuck. Because if you ain't trying to elevate your situation, because believe it or not, Restaurant managers get paid. Hallelujah. When I was 17, I worked at Burger King, and the lady that was my manager, shout out to Miss Shannon, honey. That was a ghetto white bitch, and she was everything, honey. She treated me really good. Way better than McDonald's ever treated me with those. So I, I lasted 30 days at McDonald's before I almost got in a fight with this little Asian bitch, okay? That's neither here nor there. I actually, could be here because I almost dunked that host head into the fryer. Oh, she was stepping up to me like that lady from Mad TV. What's up, What's up, talking to? I don't speak that little gang, gang, gang around the house. What the fuck okay. is going on? But um, she worked there and she was a manager. That bitch was making fifty grand a year. Damn. Yes, and she had worked for them for I want to say about eight, nine years. Damn. So it, it's possible to make money, but like, don't never settle. And I know this is going to something different real quick, but I do want to tell people that like where you're at right now, you don't have to continue to be. That's called stagnation. Amen. Find out what you like to do and try to turn that into something and keep moving and keep moving and keep moving. Even if shit don't work out, keep pressing forward, keep dreaming big because you don't have to stay where you are. And I don't, again, we don't mind people who don't have, who, who are bringing less to the table. But at least bring something to show us that you are trying to move beyond your current circumstances. 
Amen to that. And just to piggyback off what you were saying, yeah, don't lie dormant on your dreams. Go for it. And if at first you don't succeed, don't dust yourself off and try again. Never stop trying. God rewards consistency. I have seen people in many of industries be subpar when it comes to the talent, but because they never stopped, because they just kept going, they are highly successful, hugely successful, much more successful than people who are more talented in those industries than they are. God rewards consistency. And speaking of that, let's just hop back into what we were talking about. What about a second first date? And what I mean by that is, what if you've dated a guy and it didn't work out and y'all have crossed paths again? Because I remember you telling me a number of times I would be distraught behind a man, honey. And you would just be like, maybe you guys are meant to be just not right now in time. So maybe that time comes around, you guys bump into each other and he wants to take you out on a date. Are you okay with dating an ex? Well, hopefully, you know, when you when you leave each other, when you break up or however that happens, hopefully before you decided to come back around again and try to get back in my life, you have paid attention to all the wrong that you did, all of the mistakes, all of your misdeeds, all the things that you didn't catch before. Hopefully you did your fucking due diligence and your research, and now you are prepared again for this puss. Okay, this royal puss. Okay, that's how I'm going to balance that out. You're going to have to show me that you paid attention the first time around, you're correcting your mistakes, and that we're going to lead with the positivity and the things that you think that I want to do. And again, it's not all about me. Let's compromise too. Let's fit in both of our interests together. But um, I don't have a problem with that. Just don't fuck it up. Amen. Do not fuck it up. And in the words of Arsha, can we be lovers and friends? For me, if I want to consider talking to an ex, and I have before, the reason why we are not on that level or on that path right now is because he was defiant and adamant on, bitch, I don't want to be your friend. Either we're going to be back together or we're going to be nothing at all. And I kept trying to tell him being together is not out of the picture. But in order for me to get to the destination of a relationship, I have to get into the vehicle of a friendship. Friendship is going to be the only way that I'm going to get to a relationship with you. And that's just it. And there is no way around it. So for me, be my friend first. Always be my friend first. In the words of the Spice Girls, if you want to be my lover, you got to get with my... Oh, this is a good topic. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for just leading me to this. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Can we get a... Oh, I'm going to do your sayings, bitch. Hallelujah, bitch. Hello, God. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Yeah, bitch. Thank you. Bless her. But, oh, bless her. Bless her. Bless her. Yes. Okay, so what if you've dated a guy um, just in a dating, you know, you guys were not together, went on a couple days, maybe fucked a few times, and it just didn't work out. And then you find out later on down the line that one of your homegirls is now talking to him. Cool? Not cool. First of all, I will kill both of them. I will roll, bitch. Jack and Jill went up the hill to fetch a pail of water. Jack fell down and broke his crown, and Jill came tumbling after and not by her own free will, because that's me that pushed them motherfuckers down the hill. <laughs> Don't play with me. And my friend, if that's my homegirl, my, my, one of my friends, hello, God, 
um, you should already know the protocol because I don't hang around no sneaky ass bitches like that. That means you already know of my man. If you have not met him, that means you probably know of him. So for you to go, there's too much dick in this world. Let's just keep it real, plain and real. There's too much dick in this world to want something someone else has. Because in my mind, you are you've been wanting him, or my my man been wanting you at at one point or another. So my mind's gonna go to racing about all the things that I thought that that could have happened with y'all. Okay, so um, that's cute, and for me. I am the same way. Like, bitch, you better have a conversation with me ahead of time. Like, let me know. Like, okay, I'm feeling homeboy. You know, I get that y'all wasn't really serious. This is okay. You know, for me personally, as a friend, it would already be out of the out of the question for me. I don't if y'all had any dealings, if y'all slept together, we will never. That that's just me. But um, how about we change the situation up a little bit? How about it's a situation much like an insecure this last season? You meet somebody, y'all hit it off as friends. It's like, oh, you my good Judy. Us. Let's just say we're talking. We meet each other. Oh, my God, we're good Judys. We're getting to know each other. But at the same time I'm getting to know you, I'm now talking to one of your old tricks in Atlanta, but I don't know that it's your ex. And I'm telling you, I met a guy. He from Atlanta. Like, you're not putting two and two together. But eventually you realize, oh, my God, my friend and my ex are dating. The guy didn't know that I was friends with you. And I didn't know that that was your ex. What then? That's different. You weren't actively seeking someone. You got a lot of bitches out here that'll scroll through your friends list or that'll go through your 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 fucking Rolodex of past trade. And they'll intentionally seek out men you've been with. We're not that, talking about that girl at all. We're talking about this. If it was this situation, how would you approach it? How would you handle yes. it? Be happy and be free. Just like the Honey um, honey Nut Cheerios commercial. Be happy and healthy, bitch. Have fun. Hopefully it works out better for you guys than it did for us. Hello, God. I'm not going to feel any type of way about that. And keyword you use when my old tricks. Hello, God. Because I barely have any exes. I just have ex tricks. Niggas who I had fun with. I would never feel any type of way about that. But if it was someone who I was in love with, I would talk to you about that and be like, hey, you know, but hopefully I'm over that situation. How do I know that's not love? How y'all found each other? And that's I don't really truly believe in coincidence all that much. So if y'all found each other out of the blue like that, I'd be like, girl, that's that probably when it comes. Yes, God, honey, I prove. No, ma'am, not me, baby. We're gonna be rocking the motherfucker. Well, I'm gonna talk to you first. For me, I I, I treat situations differently. I don't have tricks. So this would have been somebody I actually cared about. I would talk to you about the situation and I would I don't know. I I would I would feel a little way about it. I would definitely talk to him about it and be like, hey, we're friends. Like, I, I know this wasn't your plan or, you know, but we're actually cool. So I don't know if I could stomach this. And I, one of y'all got one time to jump fly or to say something slick and bitch, we are rocking, rolling. Okay, y'all will now be Jack and Jill tumbling down that motherfucking hill. And y'all won't be fetching no pail of water. Y'all be fetching some goddamn life. Okay, because y'all gonna be needing to resuscitate. Hallelujah. <laughs> 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 we just gave these fairy tale stories the business, honey. When I say, when I say, friends dating exes, that's that's a that's a really really tricky tricky situation. What would you do if you were on the other end of it? You were the new friend that was dating my ex, and I didn't know. How would you feel once you figured out? Oh my God, the dude that I'm talking to is the Cats Meow's ex boyfriend. Obviously, I'd have to have a conversation with you. Um. It, 
I don't know because when it comes down to love, that's something different. And I guess I got to change my stance on the other thing too, because you just never know. If it's a love situation, now if I was just fucking the dude and I was like, I, I have no problem letting him go. But but y'all were, may have been the stepping stone for him to grow into something else and, and, and vice versa. So I'm kind of on the fence about that because if it is real, if I what I would consider real love and I really felt something for him, you got to understand not just for us, but for anybody in this situation, it'd be difficult for that person to want to let them go, especially if they're feeling good. If that person is honest, is consistent, provides communication, they may not have been good for you in that time period. But again, you may have been the catalyst for them to grow and to be prepared for someone else. That's absolutely true. I just think it would be a little hard for me because it's like I'm building a rapport and a friendship with you. So at some point, bitch, we're going to be kicking to the point where my nigga going to be around your nigga. And, you know, we're going to have like double date type situations. And then my ex walks through the door with you in hand. And I'm just like. I'm so happy for y'all. Like, I'm happy for y'all, but it's just like, and then for me to see him be the man that I've always wanted him to be, I'm not jealous of you, but I may want that old thing back because it's like, this is what I'm attracted to. Like, now you're sexy to me, nigga, you know? But then I don't want to disrespect you because he's now your man. It, oh, girl. That's an entanglement. That, well, not that really. is an entanglement. <laughs> yes. I don't know. I just... It, it can be a messy situation. But again, I think about longevity, time period. If this was something that was fresh, I will definitely leave him alone because you're, you have, you need time to heal from that. And I do not want to just flaunt some, put something in someone's face and you bring back all of those bad memories of you and that person in the relationship that we're in, that you were in with that person. You know what I mean? Well, honestly and truly, um, going back to like, we're well, not going back to, but referencing um, a show that you and I both watch. Well, not really, but, but if I'm fresh out of a relationship with this dude and he's now dating you, I would want you to get out simply because he's not ready to be dating right now. Especially if y'all getting serious to the point to where like you're considering staying with him or just talking to me about it, you know? So you got to gauge that situation too. If it's fresh for me, then how fresh is it for him? Again, I think that's where communication lies. Uh, unfortunately, in this, in our community, it's a small world after all. You're bound to run into someone who you used to date. Lord knows in some walks of life, I have found myself in situations where I'm walking in Walmart, oh child, <laughs> and I see someone that I used to lay down with, honey, okay? And uh, the words of the As we lay. We forgot about the price we had to pay. Hallelujah. Well, that makes me think. I, um. Kelly Price was a cheating ass bitch. Anyway, she didn't give a fuck. She just wanted to feel good, honey. Hallelujah. But then she was so hurt when she was getting cheated on. She was a friend she of mine. Was a friend of mine. Okay. <laughs> even even the remix. She was my best friend. Okay, who was you laying with, though, bitch? Who was you laying with? Oh, but that's my song. Yes. Yes. Sing, bitch. You better sing. Oh, it, it's a very messy situation. I just, I feel bad for people that have to experience things like that. Um, unfortunately, we all probably will at least once in our life. Hopefully everyone can be mature about it and just be able to move forward. Because I would hate to do that to a friend, but if it was unknowingly and like, again, our community is so, but so big. Speaking of butt so big, girl. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> girl. Ooh. 
Yeah. <laughs> the sex might be the reason I may not want to let him go, sis. Like, if the sex was good, uh, then I, oof. See, uh-uh, that means you just got, uh, you don't have to get over it. And again, like I was saying. I'm going to try to. <laughs> and under. And, and on the side of it, too. But just piggybacking a little bit off what I was saying earlier is like, I feel that way. This is what I tell women all the time. This is what I tell people in our community all the time. Be careful when you're in a relationship with somebody. Help these men and help these women learn. Because that's what relationships are about is learning. You got, Let's say you have a man who has a troubled past, who didn't have his mother or his father, who doesn't know how to treat people, period, because there was no love example it throughout his growing up. These men and these women take their baggage and their traumas through their next relationships. If you don't stop that and, and try to teach these people, even if the relationship ends, they may, just may, not carry that same behavior into their next relationship. So like I said, he wasn't ready for you, but you were the catalyst for him changing. So you're preparing him for someone else who he's going to treat with some type of respect. So in reality... Congratulations to you because you were the reason for his reform. It, it, it It's kind of a dagger in your heart when it's like, I made you who you are so you can be all of this to someone else. Like, it really fucking sucks. But as you were talking, I was thinking, in some cases, I'm him. You know, I've been hurt a lot in my 20s. But I feel like after every situation, once I talk to you and heal from it and complain and cry and go through my depressive mode, then I come out shiny and new like a virgin because I, I've learned from it and I've grown from it and I now take that lesson with me. And though I may fuck up in a totally different situation, a totally different way with a totally different dude, I won't do it that way no more. So I think... Yeah, you're right. You know, I may have, you know, just made him a great man, but damn, bitch. I'm happy that my good Judy is getting it, but I'm still pressed because I put in all that man hours and now somebody else get the check. Even though he may not, he, he may be the person that you want now, he still may, y'all still may not be compatible. That's something I had to learn too. You could like somebody, you could love them. You can re I actually asked a friend of mine this. He was going through with his boyfriend. And I'm like, mm, it, it just wasn't adding up. Like, he, they were not getting each other. And I, I know that the love is there. They just recently moved in together. And I asked the question, and it really stumped him. And I really felt bad. I kind of withdrew. I said, I'm here if you need me, but don't ask me for no more input because I don't want to break up your happy apartment, uh, in the words of Evie. I... <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to make up your happy apartment. But I asked him, I said, do you think that you guys are compatible? Because it seems like, I, and I know that we're all individuals, we're all unique. But in our uniqueness, we also fit into a sub-genre of a type. I may be type B, you may be type C. Like, there, we all fit into a type of person. And some two types just may not mix. So yeah, sometimes compatibility can be the determining factor in whether or not this relationship will work. And hopefully y'all work because even though he's made the changes at the core, he is still type C. You know, he is still that type of nigga. And if you and I both are A, you may not see it now. It may take you a while because he's better 
at some things, but eventually y'all are going to clash. And no matter how hard you try to make something work, we have to always notice if it's not working out and you keep trying to beat this dead horse, you try to hold on and hold on and hold on. Maybe that's really God trying to tear it up. You're just not meant to happen, at least for this moment in time. Because right. words of Heather Hadley, if it's meant to be, it'll always come back around. Amen? Okay. I'm going to have to stand on that because I, a lot of times, I feel like I overreact when I'm talking to dudes. With my friends, I'm perfectly normal, but with guys, I overreact and I expect so much of them because my standards are really high. And I'm not gonna lie, if you ask me, cause I've told this to you numerous occasions, I feel like it's me that's fucking up. You know, I get that they're wrong, but I'm also definitely seeing mine. And I guess I'm saying all this to say, should I be the one that comes back around? Um. The fact that you could even reflect on that and own up to that shows your growth as a person, shows that you took the time to really look at yourself. So congratulations to you for that, first of all. Um, and not necessarily, I didn't mean that in the sense of the person coming back around. It could just be circumstance that bring y'all back around. Again, those fleeting moments walking through Walmart as you trash the cereal aisle. Amen. You, <laughs> you may see him cut the corner to the to the pickle aisle. Hallelujah. And then y'all just catch each other. Oh, hey, how you been? It's the circumstance, not really just the people, but the circumstance may bring you back around with each other. You just again, it's a small world after all. And we were in the pickle aisle. And we were. But for me. Us seeing each other intimately or us getting together physically is not the issue. I know that we've done that before. We can do that right now in the pickle aisle if we wanted to. But I'm a different woman now, girl. I have grown. I have evolved. Okay? Like high butter cornbread, I have risen. And I don't want I don't want to be that person who just throws all this growth away for something that my vibrating dildo can do. Ooh. <laughs> I bought it. I might as well use it. But you know what? I didn't fucked up, girl, because and this is not any slight to my black folks, but I had to get a white one because the only black ones they had, the ebony ones, girl, they was too big. And I need to start at a certain level. So yes, I had to get Peter before I got right one. In the words of little Kim, I knew this white dude. His name was John. He had the Queen Bee rules tattooed on his arm. And he asked me if I'd be his date for the prom. And he'd buy me a horse, a Porsche, and a farm. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait a minute. And then Bam and them from down south used to like me to spank him and come in his mouth. And Tony, he was Italian. He didn't give a fuck. And that's what I liked about him. He ate my pussy from dark to the morning, called his girl up, and told her we was boning. Catch that lyric? That was actually a lyric describing that scene from um, Harlem Nights. Oh my gosh. Hashtag storytellers. Hashtag fucking storytellers. Have you ever fucked somebody's man and that person found out? Coming up on the Kitty Box. I remember uh, I was getting smashed the fuck down, honey, by um, Trade Honey. And <laughs> his, one of the girls that he was messing with they weren't in a real relationship we were just messing with the girl she walked in want to hear more you know what you got to do baby stay tuned every sunday night at 10 p.m 
Central Standard Time. Stay kitty.